0: Hey guys, and welcome to Road to Forex, where we talk about everything in relation to the foreign exchange. Of course, I'm your host, Alex. So without further ado, let's get stuck into today's episode. Now, I want to be going over something that I've been asked a few times, and it came up when I was mentoring someone this morning. So I thought I might as well go over it here. I and mean, it's specifically regarding broker hour. So for those of you that you have know it, for those that you trade it, for those that you who don't know it, it is going to be quite important for you here. So what is broker hour, first of all? So it's a term that might not be used that widely, but it basically refers to when a market opens. Now, I'm not just talking about any market, I'm not talking about stock market, forex market, crypto market, it is in regards to these 24 hours. So it is the Forex and uh, crypto markets, but specifically the markets that open within it. Because it's open 24 hours, you can't open more if you're already open 24 hours, right? I'm not just talking about the Monday open either. I'm talking about the sessions, whether it's the Asian, London, or New York markets, those sessions, when they open. Now when they do open, there is always two things that you will see. An incredibly large spread and a lot of retail traders getting taken out, usually followed by a lot of volatility there. Now it's not always that you're gonna see every single London session, you're gonna see a large volume candlestick, but it definitely happens. It definitely happens quite often. So if you're trading that, if you're going in when the market opens, you trade market open, and you haven't been that successful or you find that you're getting taken out really quickly, well, I can tell you why right now. It's because you're trading the opens. Now, does that mean that I don't trade the opens? Absolutely. That is 100% correct. Do I think you cannot make money from trading the opens? No, I don't. I know you can make money. I know it's possible. It's fine. Sometimes I'll hop in 30 minutes, 40 minutes after the open, but I never trade as soon as those markets open. I'll at least, for the most part, 99% of the time wait an entire hour, especially for the Asia session. We've already gone over spreads, why they can be dangerous, why it's something that you always need to keep your eye out on, so I won't go too much over it here, but if you don't know, if the spreads are quite large, you're going in for a buy, you mark up your charts and you're going, okay, I think I'm actually going to the market here, but you've got a 4.6, 5.8, 6.1 spread, you're going to go in higher than what you thought. Which means that now that you've placed your stop loss there, you either A, have to move that stop loss up into an unacceptable position because when you've come in, you're risking that 1%, it's to a 16 pip stop loss. But if it moves you four, five, six pips above where you've put your entry in, that means effectively your stop loss is now, if we say again, uh, you've got a 14 pip stop loss, that's what you've calculated it for, five pips above. You've got a 19 pip stop loss, effectively, if it goes all the way and hits it. So you'll be losing over 1%, completely destroying your risk to uh, reward ratio, as well as your risk management, which is unacceptable when trading. See a lot of people hop in because they do see these highly volatile moves. They see a lot of volume. They know a lot of people hop in to the markets at this time. Oh, I can make money so quickly. You know who else hops into these? to these areas? Retail traders. A lot of them. So I know there's going to be a lot of people there going, Alex, you don't know what you're talking about. I don't make a lot of money. And I'm sure there are traders out there, good traders, profitable traders, that can trade the open. But if you're a beginner, if you're intermediate, if you don't have a strategy, there's no point. Just realistically, there's no point, right? Because you're going to be going to a high spread environment, high volatility. Just the other day, one of my students hopped in was like, wow, this is really good. I'm going to hop in the open. Uh, Price is moving in the direction that I want it to go in. It just reversed up, made a massive surge up, huge wick, took him out almost immediately. Within 15 minutes, he was done. That was a 20 pip stop loss. Done in a second. Massive wick surged all the way back down, hit his TP1 straight away. Wow. And he just sat there and went, oh no. Because he knew that because I am mentoring him and I can see his trades, that I would ask him how it went the next time we were hanging out. I said, how did it go? And he said to me, Alex, I'm not gonna lie, I got taken out. And I said, "Oh, that's strange, isn't it? He goes, I'm not going to be trading the opens again, I'm not gonna be doing it. Now some people need to do that, they just need to experience it. If you wanna go in there and trade it and get taken out, that's absolutely fine. If you're cool with highly volatile moves, you've got either an amazing stop loss, or you're doing like four hours, right? So you've got a huge stop loss, or you're a swing trader, then you're fine. Hop in whenever you want, really, if you're a swing trader. I feel you're a lot safer there. But day traders, intraday traders, you're gonna get taken out so quickly. Um, for those of you that are scalpers, the very rare few of you that are, and I mean proper scalpers, if, you've, if you're if you sitting there and you're going, yeah, I'm a scalper, and you've just started out, you're not. The Scalpers that I have seen are amazing. Uh, they make way more money than I ever do. Um, they can be absolutely incredible. I'm happy to say that quite a few of them have a technical knowledge that far exceeds my own. More than happy to be humble and say that. But... Again if you're hopping in and you're thinking I want to be a scalper probably the hardest trading to do in my opinion and I'm gonna hop in on um, you know broker hour if you're starting out and you want to do that or you're one of the people that sits here and thinks that hey I can make a ton of money really quickly um, good luck because that's like running a hundred meter sprint blindfolded with your legs tied together awful awful thing to do there. So that's why I avoid this broker hour. And there's so many people that I work with that, especially all, all professional traders, of course it is, they all go, yeah, me and my mates call it broker hour or they call it um, retail fail hour is another one that I've had just because of those high spreads. So those are the two things that you really want to watch out for when you're hopping in. Because really, realistically, if you hop in the hour before, cool, that's fine. I actually don't mind it. If you're still cool with all that volatility and you like high volume candlesticks and everything there, at least you can say the spread's not going to get you. At least you can say that and say, out of everything, I can contain the spread. I'm going to hop in. I've got a good stop loss. I'm in the market at the right time. Or the hour after. Sure, you might miss out on a lot of volatility in there. Sure, you might miss out on those candlesticks. But the most dangerous moves have probably, and I say probably because I cannot predict the market, have probably passed. So that's what I would be saying to you in terms of that. Now, out of the three sessions, what would I be saying here? I would be saying this. The Asian is the least, uh, I guess, explosive, the least dangerous. Spreads can still be a little bit tricky, but if you had to hop in one the asian one is what be what i'd suggesting london can be very tricky maybe 50% of the time something around there you'll get some high volatility high uh, candlesticks there high volume candlesticks and again, if you hop in, it's really more of a gamble. But I would not and could not condone it on the New York session whatsoever. That's the craziest one. That has the most volatility. That has the biggest spreads. It's nuts. Realistically, you want to avoid London and New York together. If you have to hop in one. Asian session traders, go for your life, but again, I wouldn't recommend it. Do it the hour before, do it the hour after. You're either going to miss volatility and spreads, or you're at least going to miss the spreads. If you want the volatility, hop in the hour beforehand. That's what I would be saying to you there. So that's basically it in terms of uh, what I wanted to give in like golden information for you about how you can start to you know trade just that little bit better. What I wanted to go on here now is just a little bit extra, something that I wanted to share with you guys. A big win for me and a few of my students, which has been really cool. Did a boot camp challenge uh, with some of my students. Some of them are still in, but that's absolutely fine. We started two weeks ago. Um, I passed it with before two weeks, which was awesome. Got a few guys in, but I wanted to show you this. Please keep going with this. Please keep going with Forex because I know a few of you have messaged me and you've been saying like, oh, you know, I'm just having a hard time. I've had two years experience. I'm trying to create my own strategy, etc. Now, when I passed phase one of the funded trade, they gave me a really, really cool statistic. Only 30% of people that try out for their phase one pass it. Now, I'm assuming, and I have no idea here, this is a wild shot in the dark, but they're going to get thousands of people a month. They're one of the big guys. Think about how many people are trading. We've gone over the statistic before. There are billions of people in the world. There are definitely millions of want-to-be traders, at least, for sure. These are one of the big proprietary trading firms. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like 10,000 a month. At least At least thousands, right? So, only 30% of them actually get through. So, if it was 10,000, you know, 30%, what's that? $3,000 for 30%? So, $3,000. 3,000 people are going to pass it out of 10,000. What do you think the second stage pass rate is? Now, I don't understand that and I don't know it, but let's say it again because it is quite hard to pass that. You're going to have another 30%, even if it was half of that. Even if it was 50% out of that... You know, sorry, 30,000. I just realized it's 3,000 people from 10, 10K. Wow, awful maths. You know that 3,000, maybe 15, get through. It's 1.5K, maybe, maybe. But if you're looking at that first statistic and it's only 30, it's probably gonna be the exact same. Hey, try and do it again. It's probably gonna be more like 30% of that, if not underneath it. So best case scenario, you're looking at 1.5K. Uh, worst, you're probably looking in the hundreds out of 10,000 people, which means realistically, if you make it, you're in the top percent. You're in the top like 10% probably of the world. Then it goes with the statistic that I've been talking about for years. About 90% of people that hop into this industry will fail because that's not even counting everyone that goes to you know other prop firms or tries to work it out themselves, etc. So keep it going. Because if you do this, one of the cool things is you can actually be one of the best in the world. It might even mean that you only make 3% a week. 2% a week, perhaps. Who knows? Keep going, keep pushing on. I've seen a lot of more negative emails recently. Maybe it's the time of the year, I don't know. But you guys can do it. Listen to this podcast, go for my mentorship, whatever it is. I know I always plug myself, but I had a guy on here, he works as a... I think he'd be fine for me saying it because I know he listens to this stuff. Um, American, I think he's a tech surgeon assistant. And he was just looking at my strategy and indicator and just going, you know, basically, wow, I can't believe you've made this. This is crazy. Can't wait to make my own indicator. I love that from you guys, especially my listeners here. Because not only do you just want to learn from me, but you want to improve and you want to keep on succeeding and exceed me. It would be awesome. So keep pushing it. Keep going. Keep testing the limits. Stay away from babypips.com, please. Please do that. Great site for your 101. But if you think you just you've done the whole of baby pips and that's what everyone's told you to do, remember that if you make it, you have you're in that 10%. So don't do what everyone else does. Please, please don't do that. Don't do what everyone else does because it's only the 10% that do everything differently to everyone else that makes a difference don't go with the herd in this anyway guys that's it from me i know it's kind of two lessons here but because of the emails i thought i should really address it here keep emailing me if you've got questions absolutely my site is www.roadtoforex.com be happy to work with you anyway see you guys later have a good one